Steve Lance, your host of the Capitol Report on NTD News. If you have not done so yet, please hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with all of the latest news coming out of the nation's capital and beyond. More details are out on the raid of Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate, what we know so far and how Trump and the GOP are responding. NTD's Iris Tao has more. The search warrant for the FBI's raid of Donald Trump's home is out. It shows that the former president is being investigated for alleged obstruction of justice, among other violations. Specifically, the warrant cites criminal statutes having to do with the handling of federal documents, defense information, and records and federal investigations. And here's author and attorney David Shostakis giving us his take on it. It's, it's pretty broad. Um, it also looks like there was some reason, some, some political reason to uh, cite the statutes that they cited because one of them, in terms of uh, potential penalties, includes being disqualified from holding public uh, holding an office under the United States. But while the property receipt says the documents seized include ones labeled as top secret, Trump responded on Friday saying that, quote, it was all declassified and that they didn't have to seize anything. Meanwhile, the House GOP is asking for transparency. So we are demanding disclosure to this committee. What was the national security basis that was an apparent immediate threat requiring this action opposed to all the other actions that they could have taken? And amid reports of possible nuclear documents at Trump's home, they say... Was it nuclear? Was it... uh, Heck, maybe it was aliens. That's the point. We don't know. We're asking them to tell us. So before you jump to conclusions, we are asking for the answers and the facts. And Congresswoman Elise Stefanik is accusing the DOJ and the FBI of targeting Biden's political opponents. This is the same agency leadership that protected Hillary Clinton, James Comey, and continues to protect Hunter Biden. What the facts are. Meanwhile, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi accuses Republicans of instigating uh, assaults on law enforcement. And that's as Republican Congressman and former prosecutor Trent Kelly says. I trusted the men and women that I work with on a daily basis. I do not trust the level of leadership that have politicized these great organizations of American justice. Reporting in Washington, D.C., Iris Tao, NTD News. A search warrant has been viewed by Politico. They're reporting that the FBI is investigating Donald Trump for potential violation of the Espionage Act and obstruction of justice. This after the FBI removed classified documents from the former president's Florida estate earlier this week. Here to assess, we have member of the House Intelligence Committee, Congressman Mark Wayne Mullen. Congressman, as you mentioned, you are a member of the uh, House Intel Committee. You're no stranger to the discussion of uh, you know, nuclear weapons and, and, and the implications and, and things behind them. Uh, even if you were to indulge the current pretext mainstream media has put out there from unnamed sources, mind you, um, was it even still an imminent national security threat to justify carrying out a raid of this magnitude? If you're if you're referring to the supposedly conversation about there was nuclear information here, um, I want to make it very clear there is no question that the 33,000 emails that uh, was on um, on on, sec- on uh, uh, Secretary Hillary Clinton's 
uh, personal emails, there was some stuff on there about nuclear posturing and nuclear positions. Remember, there was um, a, a lot of classified emails that was sent to her personal email that her server was held in a bathroom. Uh, you talk about um, uh, documents that uh, that President Obama took out. Um, there has been a lot of conversations saying that those also had nuclear information on them. But I also want you to keep in mind that all the documents that they're referring to was removed from the, the, the White House, supposedly, but it was removed before President Trump left office. So you're talking about 17 or 18 months later, and we're constantly moving and changing our posture on nuclear weapons and the, the if people want to even go say the nuclear code, which is always changing, um, but there's always repositioning. So what he would have had 18 months ago I doubt very serious was relevant to today to make it an immediate national security risk. Um, yep. How concerned are you with the timing of this and the potential timing of what the DOJ has planned currently leading up to the midterm? Well, we're roughly nine weeks away from the midterm election. Um, I think that's a concern. You have, uh, you have the attorney general uh, that uh, Garland, who goes out there and uh, and says that you know we we do our job and we try to stay out of politics, but yet he personally said. Now keep in mind, he personally said that he authorized the uh, the, the the raid going into Mar-a-Lago. Now this is a guy that President Trump prevented. From becoming the uh, the uh, a, a Supreme Court justice, he's also a guy that is appointed by President Biden, who more than likely will be running against President Trump in two years. So you want to say that there isn't politics in it, but how could there not be politics in it? If if he wanted to see that. Then, uh, then maybe he shouldn't have been the one that only had the eyes on it to, to say that, yeah, you can go in there and raid a former president of the United States' personal home and still not be transparent with the American people. He comes out there and he gives a, 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 a roughly a four-minute um, statement and takes no questions and leaves. I, 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 don't, I don't think this looks good at all to the American people, and I'm frustrated just like everybody else because they're not even answering our questions. And I said on the House Intelligence Committee, they're not even responding to us um, or coming in and briefing us. Congressman, there's some polling uh, starting to come in after the raid. Uh, Trafalgar Group released one showing the raid is having a tremendous impact on voter enthusiasm among Republicans and independents. Uh, reports out of the Trump orbit are that they're breaking fundraising records right now. Uh, what do you think this means? Uh, I think they have motivated the base in a, in a um, I, I guess, in a positive way for President Trump, but in a negative way for this country. I, I was uh, at an event, uh, or actually walking into an event with a, with over 100 and something people uh, going, you know, obviously for our Senate bid, and uh, right as the news broke. And I'll tell you the, the mood of the people, you could see it as they were looking through their devices to the point where finally I said, listen, for you guys who are wondering what's happening, uh, I explained to them the, about the raid at Mar-a-Lago. And the mood of the whole place turned from a um, let's go win in November to a sense of, of, of between anger 
and motivated to make sure that we don't just win November, but that we're going to make sure we take it all the way through 2024. And uh, and it's been that way this entire week. Every event I have gone to, people are so frustrated uh, and in in an awe actually because of of what has taken place and not an all is a good way but an all like i can't believe that the this has actually happened and I, the, the the unfortunate thing is the doj or the fbi can say whatever they want that they're that no one's above the law that uh you know that that, that this was this was done for um in the right way and the right reasons but i think it's very difficult for anybody to think uh with the past the fbi and their attitude towards President Trump and anyone associated with him, that this isn't somewhat politically motivated. And I think there's some real questions that need to be answered. Congressman Mark Wayne Mullen, thank you. Thank you. Former President Donald Trump and members of his family were able to watch the FBI's raid of his Mar-a-Lago property via security camera. That's according to his lawyer, Christina Bob. It's, it's kind of funny. I think the folks in New York, President Trump and his family, probably had a better view than I did because they had the CCTV that they were able to watch. I, you know, I was stuck in the parking lot there to you know, collect paper and answer questions. Yeah. Cameras were on for most of the FBI search. Bob says agents told Mar-a-Lago staff to turn the cameras off. They initially complied until Trump's lawyers informed them that they were allowed to turn them back on. It's not clear if Trump's team will release the FBI search video to the public. Congressman Troy Niels joins us to discuss the fallout from the FBI raid. He met with the former president shortly after the raid. He also brings us some unique perspective as a former sheriff and law enforcement official. Congressman Troy Niels, thank you so much for joining us. Good to be with you. Good to be with you. Congressman, you had a chance to meet with former President Trump earlier in the week following the raid. Any key takeaways from your meeting with the former president? Yes, uh, you know, had an opportunity to spend, you know, three hours or so with him. We had a like a dinner meeting. There were other members there from the Republican Study Committee meeting with him, talking about our nation and how this administration is destroying our country. Uh, in the first 18 months. And, and uh, I tell you, uh, President Trump was very upbeat. He was very positive. He was not sweating at all. You could see that, yeah, he's disappointed that these Democrats continue to attack him, trying to destroy him. And he's been out of office for 18 months. But I'll tell you, Donald Trump didn't look to be uh, confused or dazed at all. He is a, he's a hard charger. He has He truly understands that the Democrats are out to get him. They've been out to get him with impeachment one, impeachment two, the Russia hoax. He understands all of it. And 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 quite honestly, I and I think the rest of the American people uh, truly understand that these Democrats will do everything they can to keep him off the ballot in 2024. Congressman Niels, I want to tap into your law enforcement background. You were a sheriff for many years. Uh, how have you been processing this from a legal standpoint? Well, when you think about what does it require, what does it take um, to get a search, a search warrant for someone's home or car or somewhere else, and 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 by the standard, it's 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 called probable cause. So, if you can get a probable cause affidavit and you get a, a judge to sign it, obviously you then have that authority uh, to to go into someone's home and search it for whatever that may be, whatever item or items. 
uh, you receive that warrant for. So I believe that sometimes probable cause can be very, very weak. And and what we do know is, you know, the judges out there, when you've been in law enforcement for so many years and you're detectives and you are drawing up search warrants, you find that friendly judge. And I think in this case, they found the friendly judge there uh, with Reinhardt in the Southern District. And he, you know, all these guys are big Obama supporters and others, and they got the judge to sign a warrant. Congressman Troy Niels, thank you. Thank you. God bless. Former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said in an op-ed that the FBI raid on Donald Trump's home is the weaponization of the federal government against a political opponent and the American people. Pompeo was part of a committee that investigated Hillary Clinton's illegal handling of classified documents that she eventually destroyed. He wrote that the FBI did not raid her home. He added that this goes far beyond Trump. It will affect every American. Along with the former president's home being raided earlier in the week, sitting member of Congress Representative Scott Perry was confronted by the FBI and had his personal cell phone confiscated. To tell us about it, we have the congressman here with us now. Congressman Scott Perry, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for the opportunity. Congressman, your phone obviously has been uh, widely reported by now, uh, was confiscated by the FBI earlier in the week. Uh, if you could just give us the latest with regard to uh, this situation. Well, I have the phone back. Uh, since I've learned from my attorneys or through my attorneys with the Department of Justice that I am not a target of an investigation, uh, which quite honestly begs the question then, why did they seize my phone? Uh, you know, so one of the concerns that, you know, first of all, it's my personal phone, so conversations with my wife, other legislators, constituents, they're all on that phone. And, and there's a reason that we have a separation of powers. We don't want the, the executive branch trying to coerce the legislative branch uh, to do anything or, or to not do anything or vote a certain way or not vote a certain way. And now they'll have, well, first of all, they just image the phone, so as I understand it, um, they didn't search the phone. They just took an image of the phone. So, but if they do, they'll be privy to conversations with other legislators and constituents that are generally private. Constituents call me about their situation on Medicare or Medicaid or, or, or just uh, healthcare in general, and they'll tell me things. I mean, it doesn't matter what they tell me. Those conversations, they have some uh, degree of, uh, or at least they have some expectation of privacy. And that all is, uh, there's there, that's there for a reason. And of course, right now, it looks like the, the federal, the DOJ for maybe the first time in history is, is preparing to pierce that veil. Indeed, it's uh, very concerning, a sitting member of con Congress having their uh, cell phone confiscated and, and imaged, as you would say. Um, I, I just want to ask you with regard to the uh, raid of the former president's home, we've seen this in the past where a false narrative has been put out there in the preliminary stages, which creates sort of this uh, false pretext as with the Russia collusion hoax. Um, the eroding of the American people's faith in the FBI, uh, is it justified at this point? Boy, it sure looks like it from what I've, from what I understand. And let me set this up. It's my understanding that the president has been working with the National Archives and all the proper authorities regarding documentation. Keep in mind, the president is the classifier of all information. So it's hard to say that the, the president has taken classified information. If the president says it's not classified, then it's not classified. So 
Uh, the president, as I said, has been working with uh, the authorities. The general services is who back who packs up the presidency. So it's not like the president and his family sits on the living room floor, floor and puts a bunch of stuff in boxes before they leave. The general services does that. They pack the stuff up and they send it to his home, which he invited them. He invited the authorities to come in and take a look at, which they did come in and take a look at. And they, he actually has a skiff, which is a secure area to view documents and have conversations, much like in many uh, governmental facilities that deal with highly classified documentation. He has a skiff right there on the location. And after the fact, he was asked to put additional safeguards, additional locks on the material, which he did. And uh, and then they they go ahead and raid his home. It seems to me, just like in my case, where they could have called our attorneys, they could have called the president's attorneys, and I'm sure he would have been happy to let them see whatever they wanted to see. But instead, they made this spectacle of it. And I think the American people are really rightly questioning, why does it have to be that way? What is it that you're looking for that's so important that you have to do it this way when the, when, when the president has given you access to everything you have uh, that you've asked for to date? What is happening here? It sur sure seems like character assassination and, and political persecution because he's, uh, he's their political rival. Pennsylvania Congressman Scott Perry, thank you. Thank you, sir. I just want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. If you enjoy our content, please leave us a rating and a review as it really goes a long way in helping us spread the truth. Until next time, I'm your host, Steve Lance at NTD, and we'll see you soon.